HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. With more than 30 weekly podcasts, HRN has something for every food lover. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by New Vibes Wine, bringing new vibes to the table with limited edition appellations and monthly club memberships. Subscribe at newvibeswine.com today and receive 50% off your first wine club order. Welcome to HRN on Tour at the 2023 Food and Wine Classic in Aspen. I am Christine Sykes-Lowe, and today I am joined by Chef Eric Gephardt. Eric, we are at an event that is featuring many chefs. What are you doing at this event specifically? <laughs> I, I think first and foremost, having fun. Yeah. You know, we, we've got some live fire grills out here. We're cooking on Kamada Joe's uh, natural lump charcoal, and I've got some Wagyu short ribs that I've smoked for 18 hours. You know, and they've just built well, up. Well, that this, sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah, but we're not going to stop there. You know, we, we asked our friends at uh, the Girl and the Goat to whip up some beautiful hummus for us, and we're going to put these pulled short ribs right on top of the hummus with some beautiful crustinis, and then top it with cabbage. So it's a it's a very ocean and earth uh, play on surf and turf, and it is just a ton of fun. Very salty, uh, very savory, very smoky, a little sweet to it, textural contrast. This is a dish uh, that you could serve as an entree or just a lovely, lovely appetizer. So uh, what is your relationship with Kamado Joe? Are you? So I'm, I'm the, I got a pretty fluff title. It's, it's oh, I love fluff yeah, titles. Director of Culinary Inspiration. Right? I love it. <laughs> it just means I get to travel the world and, and kind of you know, redefine what it means to grill, right? Take a fine dining background, put it on the grill where, where you know, formality kind of hits the road, right? Where, where you start grilling, people gather, the storytelling takes place. It's a, it's more of a lifestyle than just a, just a cooking method. So I really enjoy that. I came straight from Norway to be here today. I think I'm in, uh, I think, I think I'm in uh, Chicago next week, and then Australia the week after that. But super thrilled to be here at the first time here in Aspen. That was going to be my next question. And was this your first year? This is my first year here. I've been here for three days, and it's fabulous. Like, I've had time to check out the actual festival itself, and then I've had a little bit of time to peel off and check out Aspen uh, as well. And the art scene here is great. The food scene here, obviously, especially this week, is, is fantastic. Uh, and the people are just what makes this town. Have you been able to get out and about walking or hiking? Yes. Yes. Oh, wonderful. I mean, we, when, you, when you look around and you just see these beautiful cascading mountains behind you, you can't help but just kind of take a little time for yourself and just 
breathe in, breathe out, and take in the scenery. What other events have you been involved in this weekend? Uh, we, well, this weekend we did a live fire event, uh, you know, which we're really strong towards with, with being a live fire company. Um, you know, so we did two events yesterday. Tonight's event goes from 11 o'clock to 1 in the morning. So some really interesting things. Uh, we were really celebrating uh, sustainable aquaculture last night. So we had some beautiful Pacifico striped bass. We had some lovely uh, snapper. We were doing uh, scallops, you know, so all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, uh, you know, hamachi, kabachi, like a lot, a lot of fun stuff and just different sauces. And the way we do it's a little different. We, we take the table out from between the guest and the chef and put the tongs in the guest hands and make it more of an interactive experience uh, than just feeding people, right? So it is food and wine, but really feeding people comes secondary, maybe even third tier. You want to create experiences for people. Uh, and so that's where taking the chef code off, lighten that grill putting some great easy simple food we're not flexing our culinary muscles here but we are cooking some of the best food on earth it starts with simple ingredients and simple methods and getting everyone involved and this event you were speaking of yesterday was this the event in the park that yes. was outside yeah, yeah. it's so, very so, elemental yes you know, it was very elemental that's what's so lovely about it it was you know the the boulders and then you have the bubbling stream in the background and I saw some ducks yeah <laughs> I even saw a snake. It all. i'm sure there was some trout in that stream i don't know yeah yeah so just to give uh, the listeners a little bit of an opportunity to see what I'm seeing, um, we have a lot of Kamado Joe grills fired up, and I see live action from a bunch of chefs in the kitchen yeah. as they're preparing tonight's meal. So There's no shortage of talent in the room tonight. You know, I, we're, we're just grateful to be here, but collaborating with these chefs. And we are also staying in this house where the party's going, right? So, uh, you know, we've, we've been hanging out, telling stories and sharing recipes, and it's been a pretty special time and place. And to, to wind things down tonight, late night with these folks, uh, it's just going to be a blast. I don't think I've seen more wine in a house in my entire <laughs> life. You know, if we get through half of this, we're going to be in trouble. You know? It'll be a great bonding experience. Well, I know you need to get back to those grills. I really appreciate your time. It was lovely meeting you and talking with you. I've seen you in action. It's yeah. fun. I recommend it to anybody if you can attend an event that has these grills fired up that they'll they'll enjoy themselves. And I'd say this too, if you if you ever need uh, an unofficial sous chef, check me out on Instagram at Eric Gephardt or check out at Kamado Joe. Uh, I answer 100% of my culinary questions that, that are sent my way. And uh, just thanks to everybody listening and I can't wait to see you all again here next year. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. And next up, we are speaking with Joe Sasto. Hello. Hello. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm fantastic. So good to be back in Aspen. Fantastic. So what do you have planned this evening? This evening, uh, we're doing a little pizza party, a nourish event, if you will. Uh, pizza, we're using the Gosney Dome pizza oven, uh, and actually I'm pairing it with a non-alcoholic Peroni beer. So you don't always have to drink just because you're at food and wine. That is true. That is true. So uh, what is your... What is your take on what you're doing tonight? I know you're doing pizza, but are you doing anything specific with the pizza? So we have this wonderful Bona Fortuna of uh, a variety of products, uh, tomato sauce, salts, uh, spice blends, olive oil. And so I'm really just kind of cook from the hip, kind of my favorite way to cook when I'm cooking for friends and family and just make each pizza as I'm feeling it and kind of how the vibe and the crowd is going, what the music feels like. And we're just going to be pumping pizzas out of the oven. <laughs> just pumping those pizzas out. So is this your first time at Aspen Food & Wine? This is not my first time here. Uh, 
I want to say maybe 2018, right okay. after I did Top Chef season 15. Okay. Uh, I was here for the opening party. I was here with the Bravo team and doing the whole Top Chef festivities. And that was my first time. And I think I've been back just about every year since. I might have missed a year or two in the middle. And being back for the 40th is pretty special. It's a very special year. There's so much good energy here this so time. So much good energy. I've been feeling it all weekend as well. So what's been keeping you mostly busy? I know you're, you probably have your hands in many things. I, have, I, I like to say I have a lot of noodles in the pot. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm actually just getting ready to launch my puff pasta chip. They're called Tantos. So oh. it's pasta puffed in four of your favorite Italian flavors. Marinara, pesto, cacio pepe, and tiramisu. You can find us on Instagram, Eat Tantos. Go to our website, Eat Tantos. And just like how nobody knew what a Dorito or a Frito was maybe 15, 20 years ago, Tantos, you're hearing it first here. Which so, Did you have those chips at the event yesterday? Yes, those are mine. I have them here again tonight. Okay. And Tantos roughly translates to mean so much yes in Italian. So it's kind of that feeling I want everybody to have when they eat the chips and when they sit down at the table. And they're very light and airy and they can complement anything. Really. They're really great. Just add it as a snack on their own. Or like I like to pair them with caviar because I get a little oh. fancy sometimes. Well, you know, that's not too shabby. Not at all. Ca caviar just is not a bad accompaniment to anything, really. Um, so when are you heading out? Are you heading out tomorrow or? I'm heading out tomorrow. I'm doing the fly fishing with Yeti. So Yeti, the cooler company, oh, sets yes. up a fly fishing trip uh, for a bunch of chefs every year. And I saw a bunch of people did it last year and I got major FOMO because <laughs> I was like, I left. I didn't go to the fly fishing. It's like, I'm not even an outdoorsy person, but it just, it's fun to do new things that you've never done before. Right. So I'm excited to go do that tomorrow. So morning. is it safe to say you haven't fly fished before? I'll tell you what. There was one episode of Top Chef when we were actually in Aspen mm -hmm. and we had to fly fish and catch our fish we were going to cook with. And secret out here, it was a stock pond. I could have just dropped the uh. bait into the water and caught a fish. So tomorrow I think we're actually going on a river. We're going to be in gators and like going in the water. That was not the fly fishing I did last time. Well, uh, I live in the mountains of Western North Carolina, and I have fly fish before. And you're right; it's Is a it little hard? bit different. It, it, um, it depends on if they're hungry, and and oh. you know, even with a stocked area. If they're just not feeling it, they won't bite. That so, makes sense. You so, forget that you're not just fishing, you're feeding. Right, right, And the exactly. fish need to be hungry. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I, I predict you're going to have a great time. All right. Yeah, I'm looking Take forward to it. Take some good pictures, put them out on social media. Oh, of course. How can people find you? Uh, follow me along all the social media channels, Chef Joe Sasta. Great. Super simple. Very fun. Very easy. Good times. Good times. We'll get back to those pizzas. I can't wait to taste them. It was great talking with you. Great talking with you, too. Thank and you. And we'll, we'll hang out later tonight. Of course. Cheers. New Vibes Wine offers limited edition wines from top appellations delivered directly to your door so you can relax and focus on what matters most, you. As a team of working women, their goal is to simplify the decision-making process for busy individuals like you by providing a variety of delicious, high-quality wines. New Vibes Wine Club members receive monthly allocations of 3, 6, or 12 bottles, and they guarantee their product. They will refund or replace any varietal that's not up to your taste. Subscribe at newvibeswine.com today and receive 50% off your first wine club order. New Vibes Wine. Cheers to the everyday. So here I am with Brady Lowe. I just spoke with two of your chefs. 
Beautiful. Yeah, Joe and Eric. and uh, These are amazing humans. Yes, they are, and they're really excited about this event tonight. Tell us a little bit about the event you have tonight. So tonight we're sitting here at Nourish. Um, kind of the idea behind this event was to kind of reboot and look at what was going on late night in Aspen. I've been here for 15 years doing events around the Classic. We've done Grand Cochon. We've taken over the Jerome Motel. Took over Snowmass, and we just we've done everywhere from like fifty-person parties to a thousand-person parties here in town. And you know, I love classic. I love being here, but I love food and wine, and I really want to like eat a lot. So we go out, and like at ten o'clock, ten thirty, I just get grumpy, and I'm like, I just want like something good to eat, and like I want to be like I'm nourished. The, the blood glucose is like dipping low at that point, right? right? Yeah. Like, well, your option is like stay in line for some pizza or do like everyone's closing down. It's all booze focused. I'm like, so this is really just focusing on what I like to eat, what it looks like when it's Whole30, paleo, no sugar, cocktails that are just like clean. And you can have like mocktails and you can add what you want. Like it's it's kind of like what you want to do and wake up the next morning feeling like you're refreshed a little right. bit not made like so everything here we've got kanji we've got cow soy we've got all these great products and like we the proteins are coming from like some of the most sustainable sources so it's just like stuff that i feel like would nourish me not even like but like mind and soul but like i just wait wait hate waking up in the morning like here's got, your options yes and, and you just bacon egg and cheese it. croissant yes. like go for it you know like and you know the world like here like it's like bacon egg and cheese bc and i'm like no i want nourish i want like green juice and i want to start my day floating so right that's why this event is is here because i really think that nighttime we want this stuff you oh know? it's and it's so important not to feel like you're going to bed with a brick in your stomach after having you know a heavy meal and um you're getting getting to see a lot of your colleagues and and you know, dance the night away, probably. Right. right? So that's yeah, awesome. And so that's, that's what it's, I mean, that's what it's about. Like there's things here that you can just go over and find one thing and just be like, I'm just going to sit here and eat this for like five minutes and I'm going to feel good and I'm done. Yep. And then I'm going to go have some watermelon juice. And I'm going home. Yeah. That's like, why is everything got to be so like outside of that? You know, like, yeah. like everyone has their rules and their needs late night. Like I want to like feel, fill those. So, that's what nourishes. So that's so, where we're here tonight. We're at the Aspen Street Lodge. We've got who are the partners in this event um, and the and the chefs involved. Well, I mean, one of the like crowns is like you know having Eric here with Komodo Joe yes. Grills. Um, he's he's super he's excited to be here. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like I was like looking at his menu when he was signing up for this. I was like, I just want to watch you cook all this. Like, yeah. And I've seen a lot of chefs do a lot of things. Like, so. Um, cool to meet him and then yeti has been a great partner to this weekend i mean talk about keeping proteins cold and there's no other vessel like it um ribera and rueda is two wine regions in spain that my company taste network represents as a we're a marketing agency so they're here and we're that's going to be the centerpiece of and your company is based where i'm in atlanta okay yeah so been there for like 20 years yeah so it's like we got them and you know some rum a bunch of tequilas oh a bunch of tequilas kind of like the tequila war tonight yeah <laughs> no one wanted to pay any money so we just like put them all here for free <laughs> oh my gosh 
So um, is that what's in your watermelon juice, by the way, you're drinking right now? No? Straight up watermelon okay. juice. Okay. Well, that yeah. looks great. I think I might have to have one of those. Um, so the pop-up events, they almost seem as important, if not more important sometimes, than you know the daytime festival activities, just because people can just you know, be real and talk and hang and, you know, like you said, nourish themselves. Are you finding that with, you know, your circuits around the country, the things you do? I mean, like with all the partners and clients that we have, I definitely think so. I think like people are craving content, thoughtfulness, purpose, passion, Mm -hmm. intention, right? And then you look at like how we like to eat and what we like to do, but for some reason, unless your hotel is all about sustainability and your initiatives are all in the restaurant and your table side service is all narrative, like, and that's all your coaching, your team and your staff to like purchase, buy and deliver, it's, uh, it's really hard to kind of like find that right now. Like, but everyone's craving it. And I think that's kind of the thing. I mean, I've seen, I've not been in where we are now as humans, I've not seen this kind of desire for people to eat clean and change lifestyles before. I thought, so I just think there's this like new movement, like to be, yes. you know, more thoughtful about your choices. Intentional. Yeah. Intentional is the word. And so all my events, I mean, even when I started Kush on My Five in 2008, I mean. And to our listeners, um, Brady is the founder of of Kushan 555 and and you sold it. Uh, what year did you sell that? I brought on partners in 2016 and in 2019 I left and, and made my walk. Um, at that point I knew there was just a, a new path for me. Um, but you kind of pioneered the live, ex- live fire experience with these events and you're still obviously continuing down that road yeah well it's funny because I Patrick Martins was one of like one of the original people I called with Julie Schaefer and I was sitting at a table and we're talking through all this she's like oh my gosh you need to know Patrick literally and I'm like okay she calls him we're sitting at a table at like Whole Foods and this is 2008 right and we're sitting there talking and He's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to like promote heritage breed pigs. I want the word heritage to really mean something. And I don't want someone else. I don't want it to turn in organic. That would like kill me. So let's figure out how we can work together, showcase farmers, showcase ag, and do what's right and like get chefs. Because chefs are always, you know, going to do what they need to do to meet ownership's needs and percentage points across the board but you also have to see the sexy and the romance of why it's proper to support local and like Cisco I don't care if they come eat at my restaurant I want the farmers at my restaurant they're gonna put money back into the system to see how a chef will produce their food in a process right right and that's really what's important to me is to kind of help that handshake transaction so that's what heritage I wanted to own the word heritage I really wanted to like protect it so literally for 10 years that's all I did was just like buy and promote everything I could heritage and like Patrick's like well are you gonna like start selling pigs I'm like no I'm not gonna sell pigs I just want to like sell the farmers and I want to help you I want to like what you're doing is right so it was really like 2008 to 2000 12 was really kind of like a 
an honor to be able to like meet amazing chefs, learn what they were doing, why they couldn't do it on a daily basis, and then try to build a reason for like a no excuse policy. Right. Like, why can't you buy local on all of your dishes? And then listen to them talk. And it was just a pressure, like, right? I did two things in the food thing. With Koshan, like, I definitely like wanted to know what are the chefs doing? Why are you supporting the local farmers that you're working with? And then like, how can we amplify that? And then the other side was just like, I'm gonna give you a pig. You're going to have one week and you're gonna have no kitchen space, no prep space, no walk-in, and I'm gonna put you a 250 pound pig and you're gonna serve it for 500 people. And that was a challenge in itself. And you learn a lot about people. Or you can just do it. You can just do it like they do in the South, and they just put it right on a big grill, right. split it right in half. And yeah. <laughs> I remember okay. my first college experience. Yeah, where are you from originally? I grew up in Iowa. Okay. What about you? Um, I'm from North Carolina. So. That's big country. Yeah, That's big way time. Big, yeah, it's Bar- big, big. Barbecue all the way. So what were you? I mean, what did you grow up like thinking about pigs? Like, and where was your first heritage kind of like pork experience? Okay, well, I know exactly. Because um, actually, I was born in upstate New York. I moved to the South when I was pretty young. College was my first experience, and it was at a college party, and they had the live fires, the big girls out, and they had the whole pig out. And it, I'll be honest with you, it kind of horrified me a little bit to see that out there. I had I had never seen anything like that. To me, barbecue was Sonny's barbecue. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. the chain barbecue. And then I see this out there, and of course, it was just the culture. It was the way of the South. It was the way that was done, and of course, it was delicious. And uh, a lot of different styles: Eastern North Carolina barbecue versus the Piedmont, and you know, and then barbecues all over. So the you're South. you're a barbecue lady. Oh, I am. You're a lady of barbecue. I'm a lady of barbecue. Yes. Vinegar base versus tomato base. It's the big All debate, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You go acid in there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, what's ne- um, next on the horizon for you? Um, I mean, like, COVID, you know, took a lot of people, you know, in new directions. And for me, my focus turned to, I mean, I had a lot of new things in the works. It was like everything I wanted to do event wise. I wanted to like from an international chef competition called Global to a new event we started called Fish House, which is about basically like consider a little bit of what Koshan by Five stands for in the way of education or used to stand for in the way of education. Um, and then apply that to technology and aquaculture and where are we going to be getting our food for the next 50 years. So I feel like there was a conversation I started in the heritage pork space, but it wasn't just pork. It was everything that had to do with stewardship and responsibility. And that was the harp that we played. But now there's this new conversation of like, how does Fish House as a chef competition pull back the curtain on marketing? That's bullshit. And there's a lot of great things that are happening in the fish community, but marketing is marketing, and you need to help chefs get keywords, red flags, how to ask their salespeople if it's this or that, right? Like, so yes. that was where I really wanted to focus with Fish House. And we did, we've, I mean, we've done 13 events, like hosted the finale here in Aspen Hotel Jerome a couple years ago. I mean, it's a great event, right? It's what we believe in and like where we're going. So. Then this weekend we started, um, we had our third global fire, which is my new fire event. 
and that took place. We did 550 people yesterday. We split it up between two groups and did back-to-back -back events. And I've got a really like amazing kind of fire equipment system. But I took what I was doing with Heritage Fire and I re-engineered it for comfort for chefs and ability for like hotels and venues to be able to host something because Heritage Fire, amazing as it was, it is an impact. Like you hurt for two days after doing that event. And yeah. this one is, we did two of them in a day and everyone's like ready to go have drinks, you know, and like, yeah, like what's next? Yeah. So, um, and that events. was a nice setting too. It was outside by the, in the park and it had the, the stream and everything. That was really nice. Yeah, I mean like John Denver sanctuary, right? Really like, let's do that. Like, <laughs> I was like, you're like, I want to do a show out there. I'm like, oh, I'm going to give you like the best little table out there. And you guys are like hanging out. And I was like, where are they? And you're like, you guys are sitting there. I was like, oh, yeah. that's where I want to sit. It worked. It you worked know? well. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate your time. I know you are probably have a million people to talk to at this event. And I appreciate no, you sitting like down. I like talking to you. Oh, well, like, yeah. well, thank you. I like talking yeah. to you, too. Um, but I, I plan to try some of this amazing food that's, uh, I can smell it. It's making me. Yeah, I mean, like my, right my now. My fourth meal of the day, I think I need to go get oh, really? that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went to the dinner at Jerome earlier and like skipped out halfway through. Yeah. But, but after an amazing course, Eric's short ribs, crazy. Yes. Joe Sasto's doing uh, pizza, pizza. Yeah. on like this Gonzi like thing. It was amazing. Um, and then we got Josh Wiggum who's doing a bunch of shrimp. Um, but I mean, the Komodo Joe stuff is just like gonna blow me away. And then Brad Kilgore is here doing bites. West Home Wagyu is a huge partner this weekend. I mean, they've got the biggest sustainable herd in Australia. Like, really amazing beef. Like, yeah, that's what I've been so impressed by are all the per, um, the suppliers that you've gotten involved from all over the place. It's interesting. Like, so there was one time. This is the this is the moment. I, I know we gotta kind of wrap up, but like, this is the moment where. I was doing like really elevated dinners back in Atlanta in like 2004, five and six. And it hit me one day, I'm out here talking about wines. People are paying me top dollar to do like wine service. It was like, and then they're like, hey, after you do this like 13 course wine and cheese pairing, can you stay and cook us dinner? And I'm like, yeah, like just cover my food costs. You already took care of my day. So I just do the food costs. So I was doing these 13, course cheese and wine pairings and then we do four courses in the meal mm -hmm. wow that's a, ooh. then like yeah, yeah. I, I could do 14 people after 14 people i destroy your kitchen like i can't do it by myself anymore yeah. but like hey i cook you amazing dinner right like right. i can do it but when it gets to 14 it starts getting messy so i yeah. get a chef and then like i want so one chef so i'm like all right how about your sous chef from because they would name out like a slab and i'm like well you just want their sous chef to come do it right yeah so we would be doing this whole thing and Essentially, the chef one time came in and this table is like, oh my God, the wines, the cheese, the conversation about like where the cheese came from and the, like just the provenance of everything that I was talking about, like all the stories, everything's a story, right? Like I just believed in every single product. And then the people asked the chef like, so where'd you get the salmon? And he goes, I bought it at Kroger. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, Everything that I do has to be a complete circle of people that I want to support. And that was really like that first point in the conversation. And, you know, I think to where I am today, um, we just did an event in 
uh, Healdsburg during the Healdsburg Wine and Food Experience. And this is like our fifth Mag's Frag event. But Mag's Frag is literally how do you open magnums of wine and promote agriculture and like people in the ages of set three to seven. So I think three to seven is like where our next farmers are. And that's where we need to put our energy. So I'm sitting there and I just tell the winemakers, we have this really cool thing called show and tell where they come and they bring a bottle and tell a very personal story about where that bottle and why that bottle. And they share it just with winemakers. There's like 15 people in a room and we just tell these like stories that get kind of jerk your heart around, right? Right. And I just tell them, I'm like, here's the deal with how we need farmers. Disappearing at a fast rate, this is what we want, right? Here's what I, just a quick idea, but think about it. Like if the last 10 years, if you went to every wine dinner and you sell your wine, you put the sales sheet out, you're like, hey, you buy a couple cases for me, here's your distributor buddy. Thank you guys for an amazing dinner tonight. But you just end it with, if there was one thing you could do when you guys leave tonight, think about a kid in your world, in your universe, ages three to seven, and how could you turn them into a farmer? Thank you. Good night. Have a wonderful one. Good <laughs> And if they did that for 10 years, yeah. that's enough to change the way we think. So uh, it's just, it's. There's so much that goes into our food that people don't think about on a daily basis. Right. And a lot of that starts with uh, loving how it's, how it's made and, and fostering that, you know, concept from whether it's seed to whatever. Yeah. Every part of it. Right. Every part of it. At the end of the day, we're going to need farmers everywhere. Everywhere. You know? And fishermen and everything. And farmers is, doesn't matter if it's land or ground now, like, it's just farming. Yeah. Like, to me, it's like, what do you grow? You know? What do you raise? What do you grow? Yeah. You you, got to put, you contribute somehow. Exactly. So. Well, this has been great talking to you. Thank you. Yeah, this has been awesome. And um, I'm going to wander around here and taste all these yummy things I smell and see and hear. I see the people participating now, and they're lining up, just waiting to get their taste. Love Thanks it. again. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to HRN's coverage of the 2023 Food & Wine Classic in Aspen. I'm Christine Sykes-Lowe. Special thanks to New Vibes Wine for making our coverage possible. You can listen to all of our coverage on our podcast, Heritage Radio Network, on tour. Find it at heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe. HRN On Tour is powered by Simplecast. This episode of HRN On Tour was produced in part by generous funding from the Julia Child Foundation.